Is up, folks, ladies and gents. Uh, you're listening to Ben, Calvin, and Henry's Toys, Statuettes, and Collectibles Review Hour on KWCW 90.5 FM Walla Walla. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Henry. With me are my two luscious and well hydrated co hosts. I'm Calvin. I'm Ben. And uh, with cool. us today, we have a very special guest. Um, you may know him as a local celebrity, but to us, we know him as our father. And a friend. <laughs> <laughs> our friend slash dad, Luke Hampton, in the studio, live with us tonight. Hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure to be on. Thanks for having me on, guys. I, I didn't know I was such a father to you, but well, thanks. in truth. Uh, also in the studio with us. Sub father and acquaintance <laughs> R E K N O P S. Hi, uh, but he's not really on the show. He's here making sure we do good. He, we are paying him a lot of money to make sure that we have a good show. Uh, so hopefully it works out. Cool. So why don't we get straight into the interview, folks? Yes, uh, we're going to be having an uncensored, live, wild, rowdy. <laughs> some may call it arousing. Interview with Luke Hampton, RD, and other things. Are you ready? Yeah, I, I think I'm ready. I don't know if I can promise to be 100% uncensored. I see you have Audacity open, and I don't know where this might get distributed, but... SoundCloud. CNN. <laughs> Vice News as well. Yep. Um, anyways, first question, perhaps the most important question out of the, all of the questions... Um, Luke Hampton, we gotta know, what are your thoughts on anime? Is it good? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I don't actually have that many thoughts on anime, because I haven't watched that much. Um, you heard it here I, first. I think it's... Um, I'm gonna say it's not my favorite from what oh. I've seen, but I don't think I've been properly exposed enough to quality anime, or like invested the time to maybe like it, but I'm, I'm, I'm really not that intrigued. There it is, everybody. Luke Hampton thinks anime is the worst thing there is. Just which like one? Which ones of you like anime? It's all Calvin. mostly Henry. Nope. One hundred percent Henry. Uh, who's, with, who's with me on this, though? <clears throat> uh, we all are, except Henry. All right, beautiful. Uh, Sorry, Henry. Speaking happens. of Henry, do you want to ask the next question? Do I ever? Let me just pull out my notebook. Here's a question for you. Okay, Henry. Um, do you recognize? The Armenian genocide <laughs> as a genocide. This, this is that one question that I was really hoping you weren't going to ask me. <laughs> it, frankly, it just gets too personal. Um, Understandable. Yeah, and uh, the thing is, I, I wear many hats. Uh, one of the hats is my Luke Hampton hat. Another hat is my Whitman College employee hat. Uh, um <laughs> Another hat is my my Hampton hat. You know, I mean, whatever I say gets it. It affects my family name. True. Um, and so sometimes I think it's best to just say nothing at all. So you're denying that it that it ever happened. <laughs> I'm certainly not denying that it ever happened. So you're acknowledging it. You could say that. Great. And he just did. Truly. Moving on to me, I got a, I got a string of questions for you. Oh. I got a couple quick ones. Fire them off. So, let's start it off. Uh, what do you think of Percy Jackson? 
Percy Jackson. I really think <laughs> nothing of Percy Jackson. Have you ever met him? I have not. Have you been to his house? I have not. What's in your house? <laughs> and this is an interview, not an interrogation. <laughs> Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> well, Percy Jackson is not in my house. Mm. <laughs> Telling. Truly. Is that your series of questions? Well, let's move on over to Calvin. Okay. Sure. Maybe a more serious question for um, for you, Luke. Uh, what's your favorite part about being an RD? Oh. Is there a twist? No, what's your favorite part? Oh, thank you. Oh, it's it's hard because there's a lot that I like. But I like that I get a lot of autonomy in the job to do what I want with it. Um, and so if I have an idea, I can just kind of run with it. But I think what I most love about it is seeing residents, you all, move in in August. And then um, I guess just how different you are now and how different my relationships are to you. Um, and the fact that we can actually be friends. Wow. And that there's a, a lot of you. Like, I love just going down to the hearth and seeing, you know, from some familiar faces and being able to just chat and hear about your days. I, I love that. That's very touching. Yeah. I That's also really like crises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, a little bit of panic, a little bit well, of danger. Oh, yes, exactly. Something to mix up the day-to-day. Yeah. But blended in measure, you know, the, the two complement each other. Right. Sort of on a similar related note to the um, heartfelt sentiment that you just shared, uh oh you've been quoted as saying uh and i quote uh birth control is bad do do not uh don't use it any response to that? any responses uh to that quote yeah I'd like to see the proof of me having said that. The proof is in the pudding, Luke. Well, the thing about bird control (laughs) is... Sorry, were you saying birth control or bird control? Because I've I've heard both recently. It's the same thing, pretty much. It's only the same thing when applied to birds' reproductive systems. Precisely. Bird birth control. What are your thoughts? Um... (laughs) I, I just don't see how that could be consensual, and for that, I, d- I don't, I don't, eth- ethically, air. I don't think that I can lean towards bird birth control. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if they want to seek it out and create it, by all means, go yeah. ahead. I'm not if against that, do. but but I'm against imposing yeah. bird birth control on them. Okay, that's fair. You know, I, actually, I take that back. Um, I think uh, in a lot of ways, humans can can create messed up ecosystems Uh, and so i'm imagining like an out of control bird population in which case an eradication would be necessary in order to reinstate the balance of an ecosystem and in such a case i think it actually might be more ethical to Mm -hmm. create bird birth control rather than round up a bunch of birds and kill them so you're saying if it's necessitated i'm saying there might be a time and a place for bird birth control okay and that's why i that quote is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thank you for your nuanced and interesting opinion. You're Here absolutely fine. Sorry. No, it's Oof. absolutely fine. Um, well, that's actually related to my question. Uh, how long do you think you've just like kept up this habit? Because I've been noticing it um, of just violently interrupting other people when they're speaking. When did you think that started and how do you think it started? And how has it negatively affected your life? Henry, I was talking. <laughs> oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> 
Were you finished, Ben? Oh, I'm absolutely done. <laughs> More dead air, by the way. Yeah, this is great. All right, well, see, I'm, he- I'm hearing two sides of a coin here with interrupting and at the same time a lot of dead air. There's I'm a- trying to find the balance, and I'm not, I'm not there yet. I was not, I was not finished, Ben. Thank <laughs> you. Was Neither ben. was he. That was Ben. Um, oh, was that something be- we all share? We, I think we just started simultaneously there. Does, what does that Did mean? we interrupt it? Oh, my God. We're in sync. Wow. Just like my favorite band. Moving on. Calvin, do you have another question? Yeah, I, I would love to ask another question. Um, Luke, I know you're a big book reader. What's your favorite book and why? How do you know I'm a big book reader? I've been in your house. You have uh, books in it. See, my secret to my library is that I actually haven't read half of those books. Ah. I have the books that I have read, and then I have my pile of books that I want to read but haven't <clears> gotten <throat> to yet. And I think maybe that's the key. My favorite mm-hmm. book is Harry Potter. A bold I- choice. And I, I value childhood and playfulness and magic and those kinds of things a lot. And I really love the Harry Potter stories, but I also think there's a lot more, uh, I don't know, depth to them or good observations and advice about the way the world works than I think a lot of people give it credit for. Uh, how do you feel about the fact that the list of things you said, <laughs> sorry, it's just like, it's a no, go for question. it. Go for Let's it. follow up. Uh, the list of things you said, you know, magic growth, childhood, none of them exist in real life. They're only in the book. Um, I think you have a limited perspective of the universe then, Ben. Mm, You you should try taking a class called Encounters. Whoa, hey Did they pay you to say that? (laughs) Whitman College employee? Yes, that was my hat. Ah. Uh, Last question coming up hot off the presses from Henry. These are all fans submitted. Uh, all, All the fans of the show slipped paper under my door with questions on him uh old-fashioned tweets yeah you might say that um last question this one comes from uh kathy murray actually it's uh do you like racism (laughs) (laughs) kathy asked me that uh dr murray yeah to me she's kathy whoa okay um no, and and I am <laughs> very angry that you would even consider the possibility that I would say yes to that, Kathy. Yeah. Wow. Forward this to Kathy. Uh, dear Kathy Murray, Luke's mad. Thank you, Henry. Done. I think we've learned enough about Luke. Yeah, that's Does that mean I could ask questions? Uh, uh, who's running the show here? Really quick. Who's Who name? shows this? Yeah. Uh, well, Ari actually probably has the ultimate power of uh, what happens here. Ari, whose turn is it? Yep. Yeah, Ari, wait. Systems yeah, director. Questions? Oh, yeah. What? Ari. No way. No <laughs> We way. had a whole plan. We have a three-hour talking segment about snails. We were very excited to get into. But I guess it's your turn to ask questions. We can meet halfway. How? What's your favorite and least favorite thing about a snail? I think I'm probably the best qualified to answer that question. Um, my favorite thing about a snail is that um, they have cool shells. Um, I think snails are inspirational. I think their hard shells are an aspiration of mine personally. My least favorite thing about a snail is that without their, their shell, they're just slugs, and I hate slugs. Um, they're my least favorite animal. I think those are pretty objectively <laughs> true answers. Yeah, you can't really argue with those. Thank you for shedding light on that. I love it. Mm-hmm. I have a follow-up question. Please. Escargot. 
Eat it? Yay? Nay? Do you like it? Uh, yay, yay, and yay. I'll answer for all three of us when I say yay. Eat the escargot. <laughs> hey, sure love it. I'm gonna try to rhyme it, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Good. All three of you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All three of us. I never say no to escargot. <laughs> that was good. Any more snail-related questions, or is that the depth of your? Yeah, that's all I got on snails. Okay. What do we have? Uh, we have the discussion topic. <laughs> Which is Don't look at me. Ben? I forgot what it was. <laughs> it wasn't Maybe it's in that notebook. Uh <laughs> um It wasn't it sure wasn't genocide. Nope. Uh, I think it no, it wasn't household chores. That was what we didn't want to talk about. Yeah. Um there was like Oh did oh. we I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't it water sports? Ah, uh, water, water sports. sports. Luke, what's your favorite water sport? Sailing. Have you been sailing? Yeah. That's Have wild. you competitively sailed? No, but, but I, I would enjoy that. What's you your, would enjoy it. What's your wackiest sailing story? I really haven't sailed that that much to have uh, a wacky sailing okay. story. Oh boy. Would you consider ice sports and water sports to be the same thing? Oh, that. Uh, no, I would not. Why? Ice and water are too distinctive they're made of the same things yeah they have the same same. structure they don't have the same structure yeah it's just a couple h's and an o on there that's all my chemistry Uh, told me yeah (laughs) um yeah but the properties are different enough if if i'm allowed to include uh you know what i i take it back my Uh here i think is where we can find some middle ground (laughs) My favorite water sport and mm-hmm. ice sport is curling. Curling. Sure. And I will tell you why. The way curling actually works is that when the stone is sliding along the ice, it creates enough friction that there's a small, thin layer of water that it will slide relatively frictionless. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. That's telling. It truly is. A sign of our times, folks. So ice sport, yes. Water sport, it wouldn't work without the water. <laughs> right. That's powerful. What would anything be without the water, really? What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, not much. Uh, another ice water sport combo: ice fishing, where you where you saw a hole in the ice and then fish. That's so true. Yeah. Without the ice, it doesn't work. Yeah, you're just Can't standing on the water. You fall in. <laughs> without the water, there's no fish. Truly. An excellent counterpoint. No, I was actually not a counterpoint. Uh, I was a good, <laughs> good rebuttal to my argument. <laughs> Touche, Luke. Yeah, yeah. Similarly, not a rebuttal. I'm trying to back you up here. <laughs> Harsh but fair. Um, once I went uh, ice fishing, actually, uh, I was with some friends and families in Washington, and the saw got stuck in the ice, and a person tried to kick it out, and they fell in the water. And they almost drowned. What are your thoughts on that? Is this a true story? Yeah. And then what happened? Uh, Someone, they got their fishing line. (laughs) They they spun it so quickly that it drilled through the ice. uh, And the uh, entire platform of ice went down and they crawled on. It was like a UFO, basically, (laughs) but of ice. 
I thought you were going to say that they went fishing for your friend who was drowning. Oh, well, they did off off the UFO, they did. Oh, okay. It was like the traction yeah, beans. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, that contains all the best elements of a story. They used to say you need some tragedy uh-huh. and some comedy. And you know what? You brought them both in. It's my signature blend of decrap- <laughs> decrepity. <laughs> decrepity. Mm. Any thoughts? Yeah, I agree. I think that was a fantastic story. I'd love to hear another. Related to ice fishing? One time... Uh, I was curling with some friends and some families, and um, also when we were curling, you know, we were just it was just out on the it was just outside. We didn't have a whole good thing set up. Uh, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a cat jumped onto the little I don't know what it's called. I only the stone. play curling recreationally, you know, uh, on the stone. Yeah. Uh, and it went along, and it, we well, we were pushing it. And then it hopped on, and when we let go, we couldn't stop it. And it was spinning, spinning, kind of like you see on those, like, Roomba things, you know? Oh, yeah. What do you think about that? I, I think it probably was dizzy afterward. <laughs> oh. What would you have done to help? To help the cat or to help Just the curler? To help. All Just of to the help. above. To win the curl. To curl it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would probably yell hard as much and often as possible, as you see when you watch curling. But that would frighten mm-hmm. the cat. That would not help the cat yeah. you need to find a good point where you're helping both the sport the game the sport the people and the cat you know it's, like it's impossible really yeah. is that the same thing with climate change we can't find a middle ground mm-hmm. between our environment around with nature and us yeah. is that what you're trying to say as a noted climate change denier <laughs> what is your response to that um i think you're trying to put words in my mouth He's not well. Yeah, that is he's, a lie. He's not a denier. He just doesn't uh, think it's possible for us to do <laughs> right to help the environment and help ourselves. A non-acceptor, if you will. No, we were talking about a cat, <laughs> but also climate change. It was all a metaphor. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is that you're you not got a, me good. <laughs> you're not a climate change denier. You accept climate change. You just think that it's good and it. We're, you're okay. No, this is Ben. <laughs> Ben's the one faster. who told the cat story. But you're the one who said there's no easy, feasible solution that helps all of the above. No, this was Ben. No, I think you're misremembering. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm yelling hard. I'm trying to find a solution here. And I asked you how to help the cat, and you said it was not possible. So which is the cat? The cat is the environment. (laughs) No, it's the other way around. The stone is the (laughs) What do you mean it's the other way around? The sport is a... Is a human construct. No, the cat is the the cat is the life that has some emotions that you're trying to protect. The stone flying into the right place, that's more reminiscent of maybe an earth circling spinning in circles and so so joining into the, the right place. Are you just trying to kill everybody? Like what are you trying to say? Yeah. I'm saying environment over humanity. So completely wipe out humanity that's a controversial thought. well hum- humanity will do it to himself similar to how the cat decided to jump onto the stone so let me get this, this is kind straight. of a cool metaphor you continue let me get this straight you're advocating uh not only for a repeat of the armenian genocide <laughs> but before <laughs> an earth-wide genocide of all peoples through the environment no Oh, how long is this show? <laughs> it's four hours. <laughs> One tenth of the way through. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on. What's your favorite household chore and least favorite household chore? Favorite household chore. 
doing the dishes. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Least favorite, folding laundry. Yeah, I get it, because you're just going to have to unfold it again eventually. Mm-hmm. I guess you could also say you're going to just eat off the dishes again. But yeah. there's, but there's a, a little... deeper sense of satisfaction, yeah, yeah. I feel, with the dishes. You're kind of cleansing them. Yeah. All with clothes, you're just... Put them away. Right. Ordering them to be unordered again. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I get, I get no pleasure out of folding the clothes also. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's fair. That's also a It's a very not part. rewarding task. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Uh, what's your favorite food to cook? Oh, I would say bread. Bread? I've been getting into bread? bread baking. So I've been working also. on making a sourdough starter. Oh, I saw oh, a video on about ready, and I, I, um, And I've been really liking it. Yeah. Wow. What's your favorite food to go out and eat? Indian. Oh yeah. Well, just as a I, whole. What do you mean Indian? Like curry? Well, yeah, like like curry. Indian okay. cuisine in general. Wow. Right. Uh, Curry's really hot food. I like to you know feel the mouth burn, uh-huh. the sweat on the nose. I really wish Bone Up had more like hot food in that way. Yeah. You should leave one of those card review things. Yeah, I don't think they would do it though, because the majority of people wouldn't. Excellent point. Really like right. It. Here's the last question about food. What's the what's a food right now that you can't slash have not yet cooked at home that you would like to? That is a good question. It almost sounds like a challenge. It's like then I'm once I think of it, I want to go do it. Well, it's a little late for that. I don't know. Uh, escargot. Escargot. Bringing it back. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Ser- seriously. No, like I've oh. had escargot. I really like it. It'll be fun to learn how to cook. That'd be super cool. Yeah. I know I might just be bringing it back, but like seriously, right? I, no, I, I, would, I would very much enjoy it. Sometimes coincidences yeah. happen. Coincidences happen. Yeah. Truly, they do. Like the cat on the curling stone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was Speaking not a of the that. cat on the curling stone, water polo or Marco Polo? Which one's your pick? Marco Polo by a long yeah, shot. Yeah. Here's why: like, water polo players are incredible. I don't mm-hmm. understand how they're able to swim that long without touching the bottom or the sides while other players are like actively trying to push them underwater and i'm like happy when i can tread water for two minutes in a row and they're able to do that and then somehow get high enough to like throw a ball and swim from end to end and it's incredible and so tiring marco polo though like (laughs) that's a blast you can play that with anybody whenever wherever Mm -hmm. especially children and then it's quite entertaining and then you get to watch them peak and peak what do you? They open oh, their yeah. eyes when okay. their eyes are supposed to be closed. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I thought you meant like in their development. <laughs> <laughs> I peaked. Uh, I peaked I in eighth well. grade. Mark- Tell us Mold- about Mark- that. Polo. Yeah. Tell us about your peaking in eighth grade experience. Mm-hmm. What was it like? How does it feel knowing that you're only going down now? Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm, I'm more of an observer now when it comes to Marco mm-hmm. Polo, but I. I always love it when you kind of like draw somebody to you. It, I, th- my secret though is that I was playing with younger children, so you know you see them peak. Oh, that's, that that is actually where we peaked. Yeah, this was, I was probably later than eighth grade, so maybe I, maybe I peaked a little later. But me and my friend, we were friends. We would hang out with like kids. She would babysit and like all these like fourth graders, fifth graders, sixth graders, and we were just like we would play this game in Marco Polo where we didn't care if we got tagged or whatever. We generally wouldn't. But we would keep count, and the number of times that you make direct eye contact with the person who was it, whose eyes are supposed to be closed, that counts as a point. And then we would play against each other, just trying to get as many points of eye contact with 
you know, the eyes closed person while they deny it. Right. Nice. A true peak peak. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's 1030. It's that time of the week where we close our mouths and open our ears to listen to some good music. Check it out. Cool. Thanks for being on yeah, the show. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks so much for having me on. I, I enjoyed yeah. some of those questions. Good. That's what <laughs> for we those shoot for. just tuning in, this has been Luke Hampton, um, uh-huh. RD Extraordinaire, and um, Genocide. <laughs> Denier of climate change. <laughs> Etc. <laughs> do you want to go grab your music? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go do that. Okay. Uh, if anyone important is listening, Luke has acceptable political opinions and other such things. Yeah, he's Don't a good guy. Him. We set him up. Uh-huh. Um, We're paying him good money to deny climate change and everything else. That's what happens when uh, we have an uns- an uncensored show. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been nuts. I've been waiting to get a lot of this off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Anytime. We're happy to be your venue to officially deny the Armenian genocide. Um, so now here's Ben's set. Enjoy. <laughs> 